I'm saying even in the midst of a trial, we can still say, I know one thing, God is good, God loves me, Jesus died for me, yeah, it's not good today, but I can still be joyful, I can still rejoice in the midst of this. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, as well as the author of Why Life Hurts and co-author of Evangelism Made Simple. Hi, welcome to In Grace. I hope your Monday's going great here on May 8th. And if you know anything about holidays, you know the important one coming up this Sunday. Yes, it's Mother's Day, and we all had better be prepared to do the right thing and to make sure we thank our moms. And uh, today I'm going to be preaching a message. It'll be today and tomorrow. Eight Lessons Mom lived. And I preached this on a Mother's Day recently, and I think this will be an appropriate tribute to moms and to my own mother, whom I love very much. I love you, mom. I know it's early, but it's better to do it early than late, right? And so today we're going to talk about moms, and uh, I hope that you're blessed by uh, what we find in Scripture about this. And let me also tell you that we're really thrilled to be able to go places with our In Grace listeners. Now, we've done trips to Israel. We have another one coming up this coming February, and you're invited on our Israel tour. Uh, We've done rafting trips uh, through the Grand Canyon, and that was a blast with some of you. But we have a Alaska cruise coming up this July. Now, we've done this before, and it was amazing. It was wonderful. We brought along creation speaker Bruce Malone, one of the best creation speakers I've ever met, I've ever heard. He is amazing. His wife, Robin, came. And we're going to do it again this July. He's coming again. My wife and I, we would love to host you on a seven-day Alaska creation cruise. So to find out all the details, go to our website, ingraceradio.com and click on travel or give us a call at 1-800-78-GRACE. One magazine asked for people to submit funny mom stories. And I read a few of them, and I think that you can relate to what they wrote. One woman named Talia wrote that her mom had just finished CPR classes at a local community college. And her and her mom were walking in a mall when they saw somebody on the floor and a group of people surrounding that person. And mom yells, I know CPR! And she runs up to the individual. She gets down on her knees. She's about to start performing CPR when someone pulls her to her feet. It's a police officer. He says, ma'am, we're trying to arrest this man. (laughs) Your mom ever done anything like that? Gerald's mom uh, relates a story about a windmill that was in the back of her yard, and one of the blades broke off during a windstorm, so now the windmill's wobbling like crazy. So her husband, Gerald's dad, decides to go out and fix it. He says, I'm going to go fix it. So he goes out there and snaps off the opposing windmill blade, and all of a sudden, it's fixed. And Gerald said his mom said in the house as they looked out at this scene, I hope I never break my leg. (laughs) 
Sai wrote about how she was not good at gardening and, and really had a hard time determining a weed from a plant. Any of you identify with that? So Sai calls her mom and her mom says, well, I'll give you some advice. Pull them both. The weed will come back. <laughs> Moms have the best advice, don't they? The best advice. How is it that moms know what to do? It's incredible that God has gifted us with special people in our lives that not only brought us into this world, and if that's all they did, you should be most grateful, really, but they do more than that, so much more than that. But there's a lot of pressure today, isn't there? There's a lot of pressure in, in life, not just for mothers. But I don't even know how moms do it, especially today. There's so many things happening in this world, and, and there's so many concerns that you have, but yet you still do it. You still go about the business of mothering. But this world has a lot of pressures, and it's so easy for moms or for any of us to lose sight of God and what God wants for us today. So what we're gonna try to do in the midst of all this pressure is recenter and refocus and talk about eight lessons that mom lived. These are eight lessons that my mom lived, but these are eight lessons that I believe moms in general live, but for sure a lot of you that are in this church, I've been observing you, some of you, for a few years since I was brought up in the church, and, and I can say with certainty that you have most or all of these qualities that we're gonna find in Scripture, and these are qualities that God has given us. And if you can have these eight qualities, not just moms, but all of us, you're going to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I promise you that. What are these eight things that we find in Philippians chapter four? Let's look at them and let's figure this out. Paul was writing to the church of Philippi. This is the, the final chapter of what he was gonna tell them and he says, he starts off by talking about two of the women in the church at Philippi that seem to be not be getting along well with each other. And so he's instructing them and I think all of us, that when we're out of sorts and we're, we're not fulfilling God's plan, these are some things we need to center back on. These are things that, and we're not to have checklist lives. We've got to be very careful about this, kind of going through the checklist, because God wants, God, God wants more than just you kind of checking off a list. But it's, it's good to have certain principles that God has taught us and, and maybe have that list somewhere and go back to that every now and then and say, Am I living these things? And what are these things? In Philippians 4, we'll start reading in verse 4. It says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. In those verses, we have eight characteristics that my mom lived and eight things that we all need to live. And the first is to rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always and repeat. There was a little boy named Billy and he was watching mom put on face cream. 
And he says, Mommy, what are you doing? And his mom said, well, I'm, I'm putting on face cream and it's gonna help me look younger. And then once it was all applied and she waited a little while, she starts taking it off and wiping it off. He says, oh, Mom, I'm really sorry. It didn't work. <laughs> well, little Billy needed to realize this wasn't a once and done application. This is something that needs to happen all the time and it's still probably not gonna work, but you know. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just trying to say rejoicing isn't something you do once and you're done. Rejoicing is something that you apply every day. Rejoice in the Lord always. And, and this is a really hard thing to do because there are many things in this life that make us want to not rejoice. We'd much rather complain or be discouraged or be dejected and that's the default that's what we normally do and I'm not saying you need to be beaming all the time like everything's fine when it's not but I'm saying even in the midst of a trial we can still say I know one thing God is good God loves me Jesus died for me I have eternal life through faith in his son I'm on my way to heaven yeah it's not good today but I can still be joyful I can still rejoice in the midst of this and, and I, I think of Samuel's mom in Scripture, Hannah. When we read about Hannah in 1 Samuel, Hannah was barren, and, and she was discouraged, and, and, and some women can't have children. And, and I always make the point on Mother's Day to say, you know what, even if you're not a mom and you want to be a mom, you can still be a mom. You can still be a grandma. Two people, you can, you can look around and find those folks amongst us in this church or in your neighborhood and you can care for them and love them and, and you can have children that aren't your own but they're still, you can show them love and compassion and, and there's no excuse to not do that. And, and don't say, well, why is God punishing me by not allowing me to have children? We don't know all those details. We don't know why certain things happen. We do find barrenness in Hannah and, and, and she was obviously discouraged it was, it was something very hard for a woman, especially in that time, to not have children. And, and sometimes when, when women were barren and God, they asked and, and God fulfilled the request, and in this case, he did. But let's say you ask and he doesn't. You know what? Rejoice in the Lord always. Even in the midst of something that's discouraging, still rejoice. But God answered her prayer and she had a child, but you know in her prayer when she asked God to give her a son, she asked God as if you give me a son, I will then give him back to you. Here's a little tip for moms. Be like Hannah. Give your children to the Lord. How many animals could fit on Noah's Ark? Did the flood really cover the entire earth? If you're wrestling with the answers to these questions, look no further than InGrace's exciting video series, A Tour of Noah's Ark, where Jim Scudder walks through the amazing Ark Encounter in Northern Kentucky with Bodie Hodge, the son-in-law of Answers in Genesis founder, Ken Ham. This incredible series will be yours as a thank you for a gift of any amount to InGrace. And when your gift is $35 or more, you will also receive two more video series, A Walk Through Creation with Ken Ham and exploring God's oceans. Or get our entire eight-series creation bundle for only $100. Don't miss out on this exclusive opportunity to learn about a young earth and explore the beauty of God's world. Call now, 800-78-GRACE, or order on our secure website, ingraceradio.com. 
You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. My mouth is enlarged over mine enemies because I rejoice in thy salvation. Folks, this is what we get back to. Moms, when you're discouraged, your kid isn't doing what you want them to do. Or they're, they're out of the house and, and you're discouraged by the life that they're living. You can still rejoice. You can still find those things to, to rejoice and praise God for. And pray hard. Pray harder than you've ever prayed. And God will hear that prayer as we'll find out in a minute. But rejoice in thy salvation. Number two, not only are we rejoice in the Lord and that's a hallmark that my mom lived, but also to give a patient and gentle answer. It's so easy because kids, especially at a certain age, they're gonna ask you a zillion questions a minute. And you're gonna get frustrated by that. Do you know that's God's gift to children? Because they want to know what they don't know. And they don't know much because they're children. They just got here. So guess who they're gonna ask? You. And it's so easy for us to snap and, and get upset or, or not, you know, to not be gentle and patient, not, not just with our kids, but with everybody. We need to learn how to do this. And in scripture, it says, let your moderation be known unto all men. And this word moderation, and there are a few words in the King James, we use it because it's based on the best text, the best Greek manuscripts. Most of them it's called the received text, so we use the King James, but sometimes we come to words that are changed a little bit, and it's not a problem. All you have to do is learn moderation means patience and gentleness, okay? It's really simple. You're gonna come to some of these words. I actually will write them in my Bible. It's not a big deal. Let your moderation be known. How do we answer? Sometimes we need to stop and think a little bit longer before we answer. Not just kids' questions, but other people's questions. There was a dad and uh, his daughter, and they were on a cruise together, and they were out in the middle of the ocean on a cruise ship. The occasion of this cruise was a little sad. They just lost mom. This man had just lost his wife. This girl had just lost her mother. And so to recover from this tragedy, they decided to go away for a little while and spend some time together. And they were on this cruise and they were standing on the deck of the ship on the railing looking out into the vast ocean. And the little girl asked her dad a question, a hard question, a question that you can snap back at if you wanted to, a question that you could ignore if you wanted to, but those are two bad options. Don't snap back and don't ignore. This was a question that needed an answer, and the little girl looked up to her daddy and said this, Dad, do you think God loves us as much as mom loved us? And what do you do? What do you say? Because you certainly still have to be a little bit upset that, that mother was taken away, wife was taken away. But he didn't snap back and he didn't ignore the question. He thought for a moment and he said, honey, I want you to look out as far as you can look in that direction. And he said, God's love is farther than you can see in that direction. And he turned around and he said, look in this direction, honey. 
and, and she turned and looked and he said, God's love is greater than you can see in that direction. He said, honey, look up in the sky. He said, God's love is greater than the sky. Honey, look down into the ocean. God's love is deeper than the ocean. And the little girl said to dad, because he had been thoughtful and patient and gentle in his answer, she said, dad, we're surrounded by their love. And that is the truth. Remember to have gentleness in your life, patience in your life. And that was something that that dad learned that day, the value of that. In 1 Corinthians 13, verse four, it talks about love. Charity is the King James word. It's agape in the Greek. Agape is an unconditional love. And agape love suffereth long and is kind. Agape love envieth not. Agape love vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up. We need to learn this lesson in our life. We need to live this lesson in our life that we have patience, that our love suffereth long and is kind. Just like probably your mom. Number three, we need to remember that the Lord is returning. The Lord is coming back. It says at the second part of verse five of Philippians four, the Lord is at hand. Why is that important to keep in our life? Why is that important to live? Let me ask you a question. If I knew for sure and I announced in this church, and, and those of you that aren't in the room, you heard this, Jesus is coming back tonight at 8 p.m. Central Time. Would that change what you're going to be doing and the way that you're going to act the rest of today? I say the answer is, yeah, it will totally change the rest of your day and the way that you act because we know the Lord is coming back at 8 o'clock. I'm guessing that we'll have a bigger crowd than we normally have on a Sunday night. Because you don't want to get the Lord's coming back and, and the church that you go to has a service at 6 and it's a whole different service and it's going to be a wonderful service and, 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 and you had something more important to do. Now listen, if you're a brain surgeon and you're on call, I get that. I'm not getting after you. Some of you can't come back and you can only come to one and I get that. But I'm telling you, you're missing some pretty amazing blessings because on Sunday night, it's a whole different thing. You know what? Our life is gonna be changed if we really believe Jesus is coming back soon. It said the Lord is at hand. Let's read about his return in Philippians 3, verse 20. Just earlier, it says, for our conversation, that's our citizenship, is in heaven. If you have received the gift of eternal life by faith in Jesus Christ alone, the one who died and rose again, you are saved and you're not a citizen of the United States or any other country of the world. Really, your citizenship is in heaven. That's where you belong. That's when you're spending the most time in the future. So that means that you're just visiting here. You have a temporary visa here on this earth. So don't put stakes too deep. Live for eternity. Our citizenship is in heaven from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus. We're looking every day, looking, looking, looking. Now don't walk around always with your head up because you're gonna stumble. You know, you're gonna fall on something, you know? 
But in a sense, spiritually, we should be looking up all the time, saying, what if he came back today? What have I put off? What have I done today that I wouldn't have done if I knew he was coming back today? How would that change me today? Moms, my mom had this quality. She believed in the return of Christ. Verse 21 of Philippians 3, who shall change our vile body that it may be fashioned unto his glorious body. And this is gonna be a glorious day when you will receive a perfect body. We have a lot of problems, don't we, in our body. And the, the older you get, the more you'll notice. The wrinkle cream might help a little bit now, but it's, you're gonna, it's gonna happen. We're, we're all gonna get there. And there will be a day when the Lord returns and we'll receive our glorious body like his, his glorious body. It's gonna change the way that you live if you really believe he could come back today. Number four, don't worry. Don't let worry reign. Don't let worry rule your life. Look at verse six. It says, be careful for nothing. That's another word that we need to understand a definition. This doesn't mean that, and your kids are like, yeah, this is awesome because they're never careful, right? It's funny too how some kids are really, really careful. Some kids just, they don't even know what careful means. I was, a, I was kind of a careful kid. I didn't like to get hurt. I didn't like to hurt myself. But then we had some of my buddies. Uh, the Julians are on vacation, so I can talk about Pastor Paul a little bit today. <laughs> he, I don't know if he didn't feel pain or what, but he would take his little three-wheeler tricycle and go off these jumps. He just didn't have that, he wasn't afraid uh, my wife's brother, Dan Rehoff, is the same way. He would just, you know, we had these three-wheelers when I was a little older. You start on the little tricycle, you end up with a, a Honda, you know, and, and I had one and he had one, and man, he would take his and just do crazy things on that thing. That's not what we're talking about, kids. You have to be careful, but this is anxious. This word careful means anxious. Don't let worry reign. Be anxious for nothing. The Greek word is the idea of being pulled in different directions, anxiety. And we'll resume right there tomorrow as we're thinking ahead. This coming Sunday is Mother's Day and I'm giving you eight lessons mom lived and some things that uh, we need to learn from not uh, my mom or your mom, but just from, you know, from God on how we should be living. And and my mom exemplified a lot of these things, like uh, the fourth thing that we're talking about right now, don't let worry reign. And we're going to pick that up tomorrow and talk about, you know, some of the things we need to think about. Like Jesus said, you know, these, these birds and these creatures that I've created, you know, I'm taking care of them. Aren't you better than they are? And so we're going to talk about that and four other things that will really help us understand the eight lessons that mom lived from scripture. Now, before we leave today, I'm really excited about the video series that we've made. It's called A Tour of Noah's Ark. And if you wanna see the full-size ark in Kentucky, come on this tour because not only will you see the ark and all the displays, but we're given a tour by Bodie Hodge. He's the son-in-law of Ken Ham. And we talk about not just the ark, but all sorts of other Genesis-related things. And it's amazing. And I wanna give you this entire full-length video series and you can get it from us here at In Grace. When you make a 
gift of any amount. And that gift will make sure more people hear the gospel through radio, television, and streaming. And you're going to get this great video, either DVD or digital download. Uh, now, if your gift is $35 or more, we're going to send you two more creation videos, a walk through the Creation Museum with Ken Ham and diving underwater and exploring God's ocean. Now, we have one big creation bundle. If you can give a gift of $100 or more, we're going to send you eight, a total of eight creation videos, the ones I mentioned, and amazing arches, dinosaurs that destroy evolution, fossil fishing, our awesome universe, and irrefutable creation evidence. A lot. And so you want to get our entire creation bundle that's a gift for $100 or more, give us a call at 1-800-78-GRACE or go to our website, ingraceradio.com. Don't forget to get the video series, A Tour of Noah's Ark, for your gift of any amount. When your gift is $35 or more, you will also receive two more video series, A Walk Through Creation with Ken Ham and Exploring God's Oceans. Or get our entire 8-series creation bundle for just $100. Call 800-78-GRACE, go to ingraceradio.com, or write to us at Ingrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Thank you for joining us on Ingrace Radio with Jim Scudder, Jr. Ingrace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in tomorrow as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on In Grace Radio.